Jimmy's Table. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Jimmy's Table podcast, jimmystable.com. I'm your host, Jimmy Humphrey, where I like to have conversations about faith, life, culture, and sometimes food. So today is episode 67, in which I'm going to talk about common sense and how common sense can be, well, overrated. But first, I want to play this uh, funny clip to kind of uh, put things in context today for our discussion about common sense. Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Do you want a chocolate? I could eat about a million and a half of these. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. I think Forrest Gump, <laughs> great movie, isn't it? Is probably, you know, the quintessential idea when you think of common sense about, you know, a guy who, uh, you know, probably embodied common sense because he didn't really have too much else going on for him. You know, he was frequently called stupid and, uh, Maybe rightfully so, you know, he, he was he was dumb on <laughs> so many levels. However, Forrest Gump was equipped with that kind of folk sense that a lot of people kind of have in which they appeal to what mama always said or, you know, grandma always said. Uh, and I think he is the embodiment of, you know, at least in the positive aspect of things of what common sense sort of looks like. Um, in case you're not aware, humans come with five basic senses. We all, or at least ideally, are born with the ability to see, hear, to taste, to touch, and to smell. And then we have this alleged sixth sense, uh, which, you know, we're kind of all supposed to have. And by sixth sense, I don't mean the ability to talk to dead people. <laughs> um, but uh, the kind of... Uh, sixth sense that uh, I'm kind of appealing to here is the idea of common sense. What is common sense, you might ask? Well, I think it could be an interesting thing to define depending on who you ask. Um, but I think uh, most of us would probably agree that common sense sort of appeals to an alleged body of knowledge that, you know, the masses hold in common and how to function, about how to function in everyday life. Wikipedia defines common sense as sound practical judgment concerning everyday matters or a basic ability to perceive, understand, and judge that is shared by or quote-unquote common to nearly all people. I kind of like to think of common sense as a sort of uh, street smarts for basic everyday functions of life stuff. It's how to handle life at the end of the day. Um, and, uh, Forrest Gump, <laughs> you know, didn't have much smarts, so his mama gave him the most smarts that he could probably give anybody, and that was all these short sort of folksy, pithy sayings, uh, like we saw demonstrated at the beginning of this podcast with, uh, 
his talking to that woman on the bench and offering her a box of chocolates. <laughs> you know, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get for us. It's full of surprises, ups and downs, and, and you, you, you open the box and you don't know what chocolate is what, but, you know, you, you try them all anyway, right? And in many ways, I think, you know, common sense is good. Common sense can often get a bad rap and people say, well, what's so great about common sense if it's so common and people kind of look down on it and, uh, you know, with a high brow or, you know, their, their nose up in the air. People tend to look at common sense as kind of being the thing of the masses and the peasants and the unlearned and the uneducated. And, you know, maybe, you know, there's some room for criticism about common sense, and I'll definitely get into that in just a little bit, because uh, I do have my uh, criticisms of common sense. But, you know, I think by treating common sense as merely a stupid thing and the thing that stupid people engage in, well, I think people who make that criticism are stupid themselves. <laughs> and they probably haven't actually taken any time to get to, to learn about what common sense really is and what it really consists of. Because like I said, common sense is kind of about street smarts and the ability to navigate the basic complexities of everyday life. And I think we all need the ability to navigate the you know normal complexities of everyday life and, and have some sort of uh, sense of street smarts. For example, in ways, many ways, common sense is good. Um, you know, common sense teaches us you're supposed to look both ways before crossing the street because you don't want to get hit by a car. Common sense should teach us that you can't grab a hot pan out of an oven without first putting on an oven mitt. Another way common sense helps us is it tells us to never answer the affirmative yes to the question your wife asked, do these jeans make my butt look big? <laughs> Common sense tells you that you should be very careful, gentlemen, in how you proceed to answer that question. Common sense tells us we should never spend more than we earn and that we should live below our means. Otherwise, we will eventually go broke. Hello, Dave Ramsey, someone. <laughs> You know, common sense is great. And, and I think we live in a world in which we need more of it. And frankly, I think there's a lot of people out there who, who do lack some basic common sense. A, a common sense that we should all have as functional human beings trying to navigate the complexities of life in this world. Um, and more often than not, folks who lack common sense, and I've been accused of this myself, uh... You know, I've, I've been accused of lacking common sense. Sometimes I, you know, don't know what planet I'm on. And uh, as one pastor friend of mine used to say, uh, that, well, the reason I don't function very well is because my head is always in heaven's floor. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so we kind of have this sort of detached sense of reality for those of who lack common sense. And, uh, but, you know, reality will uh, catch up to you eventually, and uh, Mr. Gravity always finds a way to pull you down. Folks who lack common sense will eventually learn the realities associated with gravity through the school of hard knocks. And it's, uh, you know, a tough school to avoid at the end of the day. 
but I think it is one that most of us have been enrolled at uh, in some time or another. Uh, some of us, you know, probably took the graduate course. <laughs> I like to say that the, in the Bible that the book of Proverbs talks about wisdom. Uh, and it talks about the wisdom you can learn through instruction. And it talks about the, the wisdom you can learn through the stupid stick. And uh, I know uh, for me, I received much instruction in life. Uh, but I often, you know, discarded that and chose instead to learn through the stupid stick. Um, so common sense. It's a great, great thing. It'll probably keep you alive more often than not. Uh, and it will help you navigate uh, your way through this world. In many ways, like I said, common sense is a great thing and the world needs more of it. But common sense has its limitations. And I think we need to recognize that common sense isn't always what it's cracked up to be. Some would question whether we should consider common sense, you know, even a good thing at all. Because um, what's so great about common sense if it's so common after all? Um, and, you know, that sort of mindset. Here's a couple interesting quotes as I prepared for this podcast today um, that I found uh, by uh, a psychologist by the name of Jim Taylor who wrote an interesting article in uh, an issue of Psychology Today. i link to it in the show notes at jimmytable.com for episode 67. Check it out. I'm going to read these quotes, three quotes. The first quote from the article that Jim Taylor wrote, who's a PhD in psychology, said, Common sense is neither common nor sense. There's not a whole lot of sound judgment going on these days, though whether it's worse than in the past, I can't be for sure. So it's not so common after all. If common sense was common, then most people wouldn't make the kinds of decisions they do every day. People wouldn't buy stuff they can't afford. They wouldn't smoke cigarettes and eat junk food. They wouldn't gamble. And if you want to get really specific and timely, politicians wouldn't be tweeting pictures of their private parts to strangers. People wouldn't do the multitude of things that, they, that are clearly not good for them. End quote. Another quote from the article that Jim Taylor wrote, he wrote, The word common, by definition, suggests that common sense is held by a large number of people. But the idea that most people think something makes sense, then it must be sound judgment has been disproven time and time again. Further, it is often people who might be accused of not having common sense who prove that what is common sense is not only not sense, but completely wrong. Plus, common sense is often used by people who don't have any real knowledge, expertise, or direct experience to actually make sound judgments. <laughs> it's a pretty scathing quote. And then one final quote to kind of round things off here from the article. Perhaps the biggest problem with common sense is that it falls prey to the clear limitations of personal experience. Or, we don't have any actual experience in the matter and rely simply on what we believe to be true or have been told is true. What we might label a so-called faith-based sense and using faith in the broadest word uh, sense possible there. For example, when you're having a discussion about anything that requires taking a stand, for example, the weather, the economy, raising children, sports, what have you. Often, how often do you hear some variation of, well, it's been my common experience that, 
fill in the blank here, and that the person then draws a conclusion based on said experience. And how often is that conclusion wildly at odds with the facts? So there's a lot to chew on here, and, you know, I wouldn't mind doing some of that if you don't mind. Um, the first comment about what Jim Taylor said I'd like to interact with, um, common sense is, you know, not so common after all. Well, you know, I, I think that his quote about um, common sense not being so common, otherwise people wouldn't do the dumb things they do, is kind of uh, a nonsensical comment <laughs> at some degree. People, I believe, have common sense to not do things like smoke cigarettes, eat junk food, or send pictures of their private parts to strangers. But they choose to engage in such reckless and dangerous behavior anyway in spite of the common sense. Um, their ability is not the lack of discernment they have and the ability to discern whether something is stupid or not. It's their choice whether to or not to actually engage in such activities. I, I think, you know, if you were to put most people to the fire, most people who, you know, smoke cigarettes and binge on junk food, they would probably admit openly that such isn't good for them, but they do it anyway. So it's not here that the knowledge issue is deficient. Um, it's that they refuse to apply the common sense knowledge that everyone should have. Um, so here it's not a matter of common sense not being a thing. It's just that people choose to foolishly disregard common sense and act in ways contrary to what sense would tell them. They, for whatever reason, have a deficiency in their mind, in their spirit, in their human psyche um, that keeps that causes them to act in a way they know to be contrary to basic common sense. Uh, so I don't think, you know, he's Jim Taylor has disproven the idea that there's such a thing as common sense um, and that it's a bad thing. Uh, rather, he's just shown that the application of such sense is uh, wanting. Next, when he said that uh, common sense by definition suggests a large number of people know a certain thing um, and that, that such thing must be true, I think he's definitely on to something here, you know, for, for, for example, we often appeal to, it's just common sense that we do such and such with the economy, or just common sense that such politicians should behave in such and such way. Um, it's just common sense this, and it's just common sense that, and, and blah, blah, blah. Well, I think he's really definitely onto something because, you know, common sense is often used kind of as a crutch and something that people ignorantly flout, um, and they reveal their their uh, cards or lack thereof, and they, they, they show that they're ultimately sort of bluffing. Um, and I think the biggest quote I like here, though, of all these three quotes that I read is where Jim Taylor, Dr. Jim Taylor says, perhaps the biggest problem with common sense is that it falls prey to the clear limitations of personal experience. Um, and I did... I, I do think he's definitely onto something there because I think much of the time appeals to our common sense, so-called, is just us projecting our fantasies onto the 
onto others and the way that we think others in the world should or indeed act, um, even though there's really nothing to really back up the ideas that we have in our head that such is just common sense. And instead, we're just projecting what we feel about an issue onto others. Uh, it's kind of a, if you want to get technical about it, it's a logical fallacy at the end of the day. It's an appeal to authority. And that authority doesn't happen to exist. That authority happens just to be us. Um, our common sense is sometimes nothing more than an appeal to us just going by our gut feeling, flying by the seat of our pants, winging it, or frankly, just being engaged in some good old-fashioned BS at the end of the day. We don't know what to do, so we just kind of BS our way through it and hope we don't get caught. Um, and uh, that's, that's how it often works, um, in my opinion, for a lot of people. Uh, and all this talk of common sense, you know, I, I can think of a, a time in my life in which I had a very deeply negative experience about somebody who, you know, was ruled by what she claimed was common sense. Uh, over, uh, over a decade ago, I used to work at a law firm. Um, and I was just a lowly staff copy guy, guy that worked in the mailroom. And there was this paralegal that I had to work with on a regular basis. Let's call this paralegal Karen, since that seems to be kind of the hip thing to do these days. Well, and in fact, her name actually was Karen. Uh, she was Karen before Karens were cool. <laughs> um, and Karen was, uh, you know, a problematic employee, to say the least. She was arrogant, she was hostile, and she was a poor communicator. And she expected us to pretty much read her mind with whatever her request were. And if we failed to satisfy whatever she failed to communicate when assigning us a task, um, she'd scream at you and scream at the boss about failing to use quote-unquote Common sense. Well, it should just be common sense that when I wrote this, it meant that, she would often say. Um, and, uh, you know, this appeal to common sense and her general arrogance and a number of other issues uh, eventually led to her having to go have a nasty discussion with the head of the firm. Um, and she got into a shouting match. And that shouting match uh, eventually cost Karen her job. My understanding, I'm, of course I'm not HR, but my understanding of what went down uh, is that she was ultimately fired because, well, in the, the nuts and bolts of it, Karen was an idiot. No surprise there, right, folks? <laughs> an idiot who thought she was full, by the way, of common sense. Uh, but at the end of the day, people got really tired of Karen's Failure to communicate, being thrown back on other people as a failure to do the assigned task and that was given to them. You can't go around saying that somebody failed to do their job when you failed to set expectations properly. Uh, and, uh, well, eventually, Karen went bye-bye. And the world was a happy place again. <laughs> I remember when I came into work the next day and learned about Karen's tirade with uh, the head of the firm and uh, that she was no longer with us. And I was like, well, thank God. <laughs> uh, Karen, Karen, Karen. Uh, you know, I, I say that about Karen and disdain uh, a little bit, but Karen was 
you know, sometimes a lot of fun. She was fun to hang around and talk with and shoot the breeze with. Um, but she was an absolute terror to work for. And uh, most of us did not like it, uh, especially since, you know, it sometimes came across that. I can remember uh, once feeling like my livelihood was being threatened because Karen felt I did something wrong when I did everything right. Uh, and she really went up the... Uh, up the ladder to make sure it was known that I did something wrong and that I was an idiot for doing it. Um, but then when somebody went back and verified it, <laughs> I came out to be right. Funny how that works, right? Um, but anyway, I digress. So common sense has its limitations. Um, and common sense can be kind of weaponized by folks uh, to... At the end of the day, just shove their uninformed, backwards mindsets and opinions and attitudes on others as an excuse to get away with the stupid things that they do. Um, And in my opinion, as great as common sense is, as I said at the beginning of this episode and as, as is the title of this podcast, episode 67, common sense is kind of overrated. In my opinion, we could probably use a lot less of what is commonly called common sense. And instead, we simply need to make sound judgment based on factual knowledge, careful study, and with input from a variety of perspectives. Or instead of common sense, we need what the ancients used to call wisdom. Wisdom, I believe, is to be preferred over common sense. And the constant appeal by many to common sense solutions to major life and cultural problems is a mantra, I believe, uh, that is, you know, ultimately mouthed by well-meaning idiots. Uh, But, uh, you know, well-meaning as they may be, they're still idiots. And there are people who simply are being, you know, lazy at the end of the day. And instead of taking the time to make sound judgment based on factual knowledge, careful study, and input from a variety of perspective and sources. Um, They simply want to be individuals who proudly hack their way through life and constantly, quote-unquote, winging it. We prefer to live by the seat of our pants. We prefer to go with our gut feeling. We prefer to live in a world of Forrest Gump-like sayings. We've given preference in this day and age to simple bumper sticker slogans and catchy internet memes. We cast doubt on expertise and the experts and what professionals have to say because, well, sometimes they are wrong about things and appear appear to engage in shady practices with dishonest biases. We sit there and scorn experts like the weatherman. Look how often the weatherman is wrong. He, you know, predicted we were going to have 12 inches of snow and we ended up getting a dusting. And we say that pretty frequently, but, you know, when you really get down to it, the weatherman, (laughs) you know, is actually highly accurate. They're they're usually pretty right, but we we only remember when the weatherman is off on a major bet. Like when back in the days, and I live in the Charlotte area in North Carolina... Uh, weatherman meteorologist Ray Borland said, there is no way Hurricane Hugo is going to hit Charlotte. You don't have anything to worry about. And everybody kind of took Ray Boyland at his word. And guess what? As we slept that night, Hurricane Hugo made a turn from the coast of South Carolina, marched its way through the middle of the state, 
and cut through Charlotte. The eye of the hurricane landed over Charlotte. And Charlotte was woefully unprepared for the hurricane. And Charlotte ended up being destroyed. It looked like a bomb went off in the city. Uh, schools and countless buildings and lives uh, were destroyed and lost. And just the, the countless financial uh, devastation that took many years for many people to ultimately uh, recover from. Um, you know, and it, it, so, so we have things like that and we sit there and cast our doubt on experts. Um, and I believe it's, it's because of this, the exaltation in our, in our society of common sense over that of what the experts say because of big misses like this has led to what in our culture has been called the so-called death of expertise where, you know, we're all kind of, uh, you know, looking at experts as people who just, you know, have a variety of opinions on topics. Um, and well, all the experts disagree on this and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to do this because who can trust the experts, right? Who can trust all these people who have spent their lives studying viruses like the coronavirus, right? <laughs> uh, look at them. They repeat them. They, they contradict themselves. They constantly revise what they have to say and and uh, oh, that's kind of sketchy. And Dr. Fucci, this and you know Bill Gates, that and blah blah blah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we need to accept experts, you know, lock, stock, and barrel, and that's somehow experts are you know above questioning, and that we shouldn't question experts because you know experts can be wrong. Um, however. That is not an excuse. That is not an excuse to be intellectually lazy at the end of the day and to just prefer to go by our gut instead of taking the time to, like I said, make sound judgment based on factual knowledge, careful study, and with input from a variety of perspectives. You and I may not be able to be an expert on all sorts of matters and indeed, um, we could probably only be an expert on uh, one or two things at the end of the day. And we are going to be reliant on the advice of, you know, other individuals. Um, but experts aren't all bad folks. Like right now, I'm putting together this podcast with a microphone and a laptop and a soundboard. And I'm doing this uh, while recording from my office at home. Uh, and I live in a home that was well constructed and keeps me warm in the, the winters and cool in the summers and keeps the rain off my body. And uh, when it snows in Charlotte, keeps the snow uh, from, uh, you know, covering me like a blanket. Um, it provides me comfort. It provides me a sense of security and well-being and uh, does much to improve my health. All these things have been put together by experts. Uh, if I had to be the, the idiot who built the computer and built this microphone and soundboard in this house, I'd probably be banging uh, sticks and stones together out in the backyard in a very primitive caveman-like way. And instead of uh, talking into a microphone, I'd probably just be standing on a street corner shouting at people. <laughs> and I've done that, trust me. Um, so, you know... Expertise is not to be overrated. I think we take for granted uh, the amount of experts that exist in this world and the people that we rely on to make our lives better and to make this world a better place. And, you know, we should be kind of reliant on them because we need to be humble enough to admit when we don't know something. 
um, and that it's that we need to go to others and and our quest for knowledge and truth and you know have a reliance on our uh, fellow man, people who are created in the image and likeness of God, uh, that God has given great grace and wisdom and talents. Uh, none of us are an island at the end of the day, and being social creatures that we are, we are sort of reliant um, on others doing their jobs and doing their jobs well and being able to provide us with insight when we need those insights. So let us be individuals who seek out wise counsel and to humbly admit when we don't know something and not simply rely on our common sense sort of feelings about uh, about things, you know? Because frankly, sometimes the, the folksy sayings that we kind of... Uh, you know, build up in our mind and, and uh, you know, kind of uh, rule our lives by, you know, sometimes those common sense sayings that we uh, like so much, they're kind of idiotic and don't hold up to scrutiny and are things that, you know, might make us feel good at the end of the day. Um, but uh, when you get right down to it, they end up being lies or just dumb. But, you know, we like our cavemen cave paintings at the end of the day, don't we? We like the tweets. We like the memes. We like the YouTube videos that make things easily digestible uh, and make this complex world seem a lot more simpler and something that uh, we can navigate on our own. Um, And I think we're kind of afraid of admitting that this world is much more complicated than it appears and that this world is... You know, something that you and I need help from others uh, navigating and that we can't just wing it. Um, and we can't just always go by our gut or by our limited experiences. We can't just go by, quote unquote, common sense. Sometimes we need more. We need wisdom. And I think our general disdain of experts and people who have been wrong about things... Um, at the end of the day, it's no excuse for being a flippant idiot. <laughs> you know, because if I were going to build a baseball team, you know, consider the sport of baseball where the best baseball players in the world may only get on base 30% of the time. If they get on base 30% of the time, they're going to be in the Hall of Fame, folks. They are the, but they are the best at what they do. And guess what? Most of the time they go to the plate, they're going to strike out. 70% of the time you go to the plate as a professional baseball player. The best baseball players in the world are not going to get on base. They're going to strike out. And that's all in spite of all their study of the game and countless hours of practice um, and honing their craft and developing their skill. More often than not, they're going to, wait, they're going to swing and miss <laughs> at the ball. Um, but they're the best at what they do. And if I were to build a team... I'd sooner pick a baseball player who bats 100 over the bleacher bum that sits there and criticizes him. Because <laughs> at least the guy who's batting 100 is going to get on base 10% of the time, right? And uh, while that may not be a Hall of Fame career for a baseball player, um, it's probably going to be a lot better than uh, the guy who sits there and eats hot dogs and drinks beers all day. Uh, could ever hope to do. Um, and he might feel that if he got up there with all his might, he could just crank out a, 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 a hit a fastball out of the park. Uh, <laughs> but in truth, if you were to 
test his knowledge and skill set and, and put him at the plate, he'd whiff every single time uh, and probably would only get on base if the pitcher accidentally binged him. And I think that's where a lot of us are when it comes to life um, and uh, things of that nature. We're, we're the bleacher bum. We're sitting there criticizing the pro baseball player who even among the best only get on base 30% of the time. Um, but, uh, and the arrogance in our hearts, we feel like we could do better and we could sit there and say, well, you just, you know, got to make contact with the ball and follow through with your swing, right? Keep your eye on the ball, kid, right? <laughs> so everybody, I hope I've given you something to think about today in this uh, kind of short podcast. I think common sense is great. And we need more of it. But, like I said, I think common sense is kind of overrated. And instead of common sense uh, being the thing that rules our hearts, what we need is actual wisdom. Wisdom that comes from carefully looking into matters, understanding the facts, understanding the perspectives, understanding all that we need to take into account in order to make sound judgment. Um... And I think most of us, at the end of the day, I think many of us aren't even anywhere in that realm. I, I don't think there's a... We may have a lot of common sense out there, but I don't think we have many people who are wise. And we need more wisdom in this world. We need more people who are wise, and we need to value the input um, and wisdom of those people, those people who have done the heavy lifting, those people who have investigated into things, those people who have, um, you know, spent lifetimes studying one particular thing. We don't need to just be like the Karens of the world who think they can just boast of their common sense. So everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, episode 67. Common sense is overrated. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, email me, jimmy at jimmystable.com. Share this podcast episode with others. Be sure to like it, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, subscribe to this podcast. You can do so at jimmystable.com by simply signing up for the newsletter or checking out the links. Um, if you're not familiar with all the podcast stuff out there, uh, you can find links to uh, how to subscribe at jimmystable.com uh, for this episode 67. You, I, I'm on Apple, I'm on Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the other major places that podcasts are found. Um, and I hope you come back and listen to jimmystable.com again, because um, I'm here having conversations about faith, life, culture, and sometimes food. This has been a blessing to you. Uh, share it with others and uh, hope to see you soon. Take care, everybody. God bless and have a good one. Air smudge.